When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Uh, dear listener, my new walk by Jim Bob. Jim Bob joins us in the studio. Good evening, Jim. Hello, Mr. Bob. Uh, <laughs> this is Ian Lee, the late night alternative. Catherine Boyle is there. Word. You've got a very nice side parting today. I've had my hair cut. Oh, I didn't. I didn't notice. I know. <laughs> you noticed that I hadn't noticed. Yeah. Well, that's that's. It's um, all noted in it, my book of grievances. A lot of noticing and notings going on there. Jim Bob, we've got to do the shorthand. We've got to do the shorthand if we're going to sell this goddamn book of yours. So, Jim Bob, formerly of Carter USM. Correct. Uh, now we, that's that, that done. I feel bad because there's, there's a whole... Like, the majority of your new book is, is about your surname being of Carter. No, from Fr- Carter. Yeah, yeah. But there is one reference to Jim Bob of Carter in yeah, there. Which yeah, yeah. We- it, it was on one of the posters that... Because he used to... After Carter split up the yeah. first time, he used to do solo gigs, and the Carter logo would sometimes be considerably larger than my own name. Oh, God. <laughs> one time, and so I illustrate, tried to illustrate this in the book at the beginning of the book by uh, putting up this uh, photo of the po- of this poster I had. Yeah. But uh, what I didn't actually do was look at it, and it actually said Jim Bob of Carter, but it was too late because the book was called Jim Bob from Carter. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's a strange way of phrasing it. Jim Bob, formerly of, I'll buy. Jim yeah. Bob of Carter. Of doesn't make sense. It doesn't so. make sense. It's like a Game of Thrones or something, isn't it? Game from Thrones. Game from Thrones. So the, 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 let's let's. The new book isn't out yet. It's no, it's out in March. I was I worried that we got you in too soon because it's like a month away at yeah, least. Pre sales these days. It's all about pre sales, isn't it? Is it? Is that is that <laughs> is that the thing? This is what we need to get you up the Amazon pre sale chart. Yeah, is to sell it. Is there right? I'm gonna. Is it is Amazon the best place to get it or where it from depends. you? It depends really. What, what kind of thing you want. Tell us Tell us what the deal is. If you want a signed copy, oh. the best place to get it is from CarTOSM store, which is just a which is a website that we're involved with. <laughs> I, I guessed it. Well, I didn't think there'd be an actual physical shop, CarTOSM store, that you could walk in. There did. There used to be. Shut up. At our peak of, uh, was of, there? of, of, of charts. Where success. was that? Uh, Kensington Market. Okay. Yeah, it was the, probably the least successful 
<laughs> shop. In what the did they sell? The like t-shirts and stuff. Uh, t-shirts. Yeah, it was called Business AD. Right. Business, and it was run by uh, our t-shirt people. This Glaswegian and this other guy, Big Al. This is when Kensington Market was the place to go yeah. if you wanted the bootlegs. You wanted to get your live uh, Beach Boys CDs. You go to Kensington Market. I believe if you wanted to get drugs, you wow. could get them. I, yeah, I have heard that there yeah. as well. Yeah. See, I lived out in the sticks, so if you wanted Carter stuff, you had to draw it on your um, satchel with like. Tipex. Yeah. And there's a lot of that it's going like a on. lot of Tipex. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Ray is listening. Ray says, that's a great tune by Jim Bob. It's like a return to his old band, Jamie Wednesday. Wow. Is that an old band? That is a very old band, yeah. That's, uh, that's whenever that was. I don't know. Split <laughs> up in 1987. Wow. So that's, yeah. These, this is the thing. I'm, I'm, um, I suspect that your fans are quite, quite hugger. I've just finished reading the most incredible book, and I'm going to read an extract from it later on because there's a, there's an amazing there's an amazing thing. It's Kenny Rogers. This okay. is the book I chose to read. And after you, it was Eric Idle. Then it was Kenny Rogers. Okay, um, and he has two fans who've been to over two thousand of his wow. concerts, and I'm guessing you've probably got a few. I think hardcore. So. They're, they're, I mean, there are, but I don't uh, I don't notice them at gigs so much. Right. I think it might be my my eyesight's quite bad now. So that, maybe older. that's a good thing. Yeah. So I saw a documentary about Status Quo oh, yeah. a few years ago, and they had the same, they followed them on tour, and they had the same yeah. group of women at the front every every wow. night. Yeah. Yeah. We, who is, which one was it from Status Quo? Rossi. Rossi. We had Rossi on from Status Quo. Yeah, that's when... Um, Before Parfit died. Yeah. But it, but Parfit had left the band. Exactly, and so we asked him about it, thinking right. it might be dodgy. But he was like, "No, we're moving on." Rossi didn't seem bothered that Parfit had gone. But didn't he come? Did he come back inevitably? No, he died. <laughs> I was see then. All right. So he so he he kind of left the band, and it felt like he'd been booted out. Yeah. For sh- I'm guessing shenanigans, and then and then we said you it must be tricky, you know, um, without him. You played together for so long without him. We went, no, 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 it's fine. Don't don't really notice. His, uh... <laughs> but they're a bit like that, aren't they? They are a bit. I once went to a status quo concert, and the first twenty five minutes was brilliant. Yeah. The last twenty five minutes was also brilliant, but the three hours in between was. <laughs> oh my! It was a slog. I saw them in Germany. Did you? Is, I think it's probably the best place to see them. It, it's, it was. It was appropriate. The, the denim on on display was yeah, yeah. astonishing. <laughs> but they did because uh, they did their hits. Yeah. But then at the end they did a medley of their hits, which was kind of which I thought was really weird. Wow. Like a little summary. Bang yeah. for your buck. Just like... <laughs> my um my I like a lot of old acts. You know, I go and see old bands, the Beach Boys and the Monkeys and what have you. And um what a lot of these bands do and the, the worst offender was Crosby Stills and Nash. They were the worst offenders was they'd they'd get like a three minute song like Teach Your Children but they'd make it twelve minutes by it, get, getting a big instrumental breakdown uh-huh. and going, introduce members of the band okay um, I'm doing Graham Nash okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I could probably do all of Crosby, Stills and Nash if I do that that's Neil Young but it was meant to be Steve Stills anyway so, so Graham Nash goes okay we want to introduce the band to you now on drums, it's Rossi Davidson. And then the guy would do like a, a minute, two-minute drum solo. And then he'd introduce the guitarist, who'd do like three minutes of just... And it just would go on and on and on. I think it's just, I think that's just resting time, isn't it? For, as, as for they the get, older performers. As they get older, they sort of, <laughs> they'd sort of need that time 
time out to just well, get the breath back. Famously in the 80s, <laughs> David Crosby had written into his contract he was allowed to go off stage for resting time. And what wow. resting time meant was sucking on a crack pipe. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he would go off stage um, and, and smoke crack while Stills and Nash carried on. That's, that's actually a musical joke I've made there because one of their songs was called Carry On. Excellent. Well done. Thanks very much. Indeed. <laughs> right. Hang on a second. Um, so, the, let's get... Let me Right. Give me the title of this book, please. It's called Jim Bob from Carter. I can remember that. And it has a, a little bit after it which is uh, in the shadow of my former self. <laughs> 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 which, I was, which I was told is a bit depressing. <laughs> it's a little bit like you're sat in the corner of a bed sit on the floor just looking at how your life has turned to shit, which it hasn't, though. It's a very funny book. You very kindly sent it to me. It's the first electronic book I've ever read on a computer, and I put it off for a long time because I was thinking, I don't know know if I can do this, you know, read a book on a computer. But I did it. I did it, and it only diminished the enjoyment, I would say, like 10%. Imagine what that's like on paper. (laughs) (laughs) You can feel it and flick it. It's a very funny book. So the first book was kind of the build-up to the pop success. You're a pop star. It's amazing. Do you ever think back and go, God, I was, a, I was an actual pop star? I, yeah, sometimes. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's a weird old world. So the first book is the build-up and then So that sounded of... terrible. I just brushed that off. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what about it? Are you ever a pop star? I don't think so. So the build-up and then the success. And am I right the first one ends when you, you both decide to call it a day? Yeah. yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. And this book picks up picks up from that that day and i've got to be honest guys if you're in a, a fair to middling sized pop group as, as carter were yeah the aftermath is pretty grim it, it the, the it's the, the first bit of it is is horrible the whole um you know when you put your next band together and you think well okay we'll, we'll pick up where we left off with carter and we'll play yeah. you know decent sized venues and we'll get a crowd and you sometimes you're playing to like 14 yeah if people we, if we were lucky yeah that's the realization that that was very sort of quick and brutal that you yeah. know when the first not the first gig but the i think the second gig that we did was uh you know there, there just wasn't anyone there and how and does thought, that this is weird that must be that must be heartbreak you you must think well what hang on a minute i'm still the same guy what, yeah. i've just not got the other fella stood yeah. next to me how does that feel uh i was all, uh, embarrassing more than anything right. else i find it i find that embarrassing i still do now you know if, if uh if there aren't <laughs> enough people there I, i'm embarrassed more than anything else i want to run away or isn't or, that you funny know? yeah and the what now the what, remind me the name of the first band after this Stereo Phonics. Super Stereo World. That was it, Jim. Don't ever, ever say that again. <laughs> By the way, I have to say, because of you, because of your book, I was reminded of the band My Life Story. Yes, I, yeah, I saw. Who, who I, I'd forgotten that I'd loved them. I was, I was a huge fan. We've got Jake's coming on the show in a couple of yeah. weeks at some point. Um, and the, so the first band, it's you were kind of doing like stunts and it was a performance. Yeah. As opposed was, to just yeah. standing there with guitars and tapes and things. It, it, I mean, it lacked a budget immensely. Right. Because I had really sort of big ideas. Yeah. Of, of, what, of a, doing a big show, you know, big sort of like a clown show, almost, like right. a circus show. But we didn't have any money. So it was very much going to Poundland. Buying sort of you know balloons and stuff, and so it it didn't really work. And then uh, and it was so at odds with what I'd just done, you know, with the sort of political stuff and that 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 it sort of I think confused some people. And you had um, Toys R Us bubble machines, yeah, all that, yeah. And they never work. I I still do that now, to be honest. Really? Yeah. 
Those bubble machines never work. Yeah. I remember getting them for the... We get through a lot of them. Yeah. We do get through a lot of them. Um, 0344-499-1000. If you want to speak to Jim Bob, you can. You can... You don't... But the th- here's the thing. You're cool if people just phone up just because they want to phone up anyway. We have a few listeners who don't actually listen to the show. They just call in to to do their... Let me introduce you to one. Put your headphones on, please. And I'd like you to say hello to show regular... Alan Caddick. Good evening, Hi, Alan. How's the classical music? How's the what? Classical music. Classical music is doing very well, thanks very much indeed. We played some classical music last week and... Um, yeah, I was listening. OK, well, uh, have you been listening to tonight's show? Yes, I have. Who have we got on? Jim Bob of Carter USM. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Alan. Your full oh, name. <laughs> to give him his full title, Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Yes, That's mate. Uh, w- what can we do for you, Alan? I've got a question for Jim Bob. <laughs> God. <laughs> go, go ahead. Who are your musical inspirations? Oh, oh wow. Was that a laugh or a cough? It was a, it was a semi-cough. Oh, it was a semi-cough. <laughs> semi-cough. The worst. Uh, who are I, your musical inspirations? Uh, this is like being on Swap Shop now, isn't it? It is very much like uh, I was instantly... <laughs> sent, no, I've never been on Swap Shop, but I imagine. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm, I'm going to say Elvis Costello. Oh. Big one. Oh yeah, you you bang on a bang on. Yeah, on. Rude. What a terrible <laughs> criticism! You bang on about him in your book all the time. Yeah, Elvis Costello, uh, the Jam. Yeah, um, I'm gonna quick go on forever. Obviously, the Clash, Ian Jury. Ian Jury. Yeah. Are you a fan of Ian Jury, Alan? Oh, you can hit me with his women's stick any day. Okay, oh, even really. though even though he's passed away. God rest him. Thank you very much indeed, Alan. There we go. God, God rest him. God rest him. We'll take a little break. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I don't know how many books you're going to sell tonight, Jim, but you said you want. You emailed me. You're on. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Jim Bob is here now. Listen, there, there are loads of places you can get the book. The best place if you want a free bookmark. Is it free, the bookmark? Yeah. It's free bookmark. And, <laughs> and it's signed. Signed, signed. That's the, yeah. That's the, that's the main selling point, of course. Is uh, If you go to carterusmstore.com. Carterusmstore.com. I see um, a lot of people have been calling out an, a, an ex-radio presenter for doing the WWW. Yes. <laughs> does anyone... No one still does the WWW. No, but I love it when people do. The, our favourite one. <laughs> I, I may have told you this before. Um, when we were on local radio and a guy phoned up and he said, I'm, I'm, it was his old boy, and he was he was promoting some charity or something, I don't know what it was, and he said, can I can I give out the web address? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. And he went, H-T-T-P. He did the was, whole thing. It was that pace it as well. That, oh. we it took were, about 10 minutes. We had to turn our microphones on. Also, it had the longest name in the world, didn't it? Yeah. What was the... Um, uh, what was the JVS? Oh God! We used to, the guy after us used to do. We did a consumer show where people would phone in and say, "Oh, I, I bought these these sandals and the strap came off after six months. Can I get any money back?" Yeah. That kind of thing. There but then an old boy phoned up. Yeah, he said he joined a dating agency, but it wasn't what he thought it was going to be. And could he get his money back? And this all went on, and everyone felt terribly sorry for him. And then they said, "Okay, so what's the name of this? Is it online? Yes, it's an online dating agency. Okay, well, let's take some details then. Um, what's the name of the site?" And he said, "Yeah, it's uh, localsluts.com." <laughs> and the women weren't what he expected. <laughs> I don't even want to know. You cannot get uh, Jim Bob's book from localsluts.com. 
But I don't know what you can get. I'm not going to Google it. I've, I've got a fair idea. Okay. Uh, CarterUSMstore.com and get a signed copy. Or you can get it. Or our, uh, our friends at Big Green Bookshop, who I've just found out have closed, have closed the physical store. Online store now. Simon, yeah. unbelievable. So sad. Um, so, uh, okay. So, it's, uh, gosh, the, the title is great. Jim Bob from Carter. You only, that's the only bit you need. Jim Bob from Carter. Okay. <laughs> Okay, good. That, Cherry Red have confused things by putting Cherry Red Books Presents Jim Bob from Carter on the cover of the book. Oh, it's, it's got a new cover now. It's oh. got a better cover. Is it? Is it? I'm going to say, a lot better. Do you get any say in the covers, or do you kind uh, of send it in? Yeah, I've had too much say in this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So that that one you're talking about there was my... that that yeah. that, that was my fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. Flipping heck, man. Um, it's a very funny book. I loved it. I genuinely loved it. It's you... Um, I think we have a lot of similarities. There are, there's a few instances in there. Well, you mentioned you talk about Elvis Costello being an inspiration. You go and do you get something signed by him? Yeah. In the end. Yeah. And I've, there's a horrible awkwardness. Yeah, I've, I've met him twice in 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 my life. You know, I mean, I've got all of his records. Yeah. And uh, but that's that doesn't matter. You know, that's not it doesn't mean he should. No, do you sort know what? Be nice to me. Or yes, it does. <laughs> I think it does. I think it means you should get a bit of respect. I met um, Al Jardine from the Beach Boys at an airport once, and the, he looked at me like I was a piece of dirt on his shoe. <laughs> and I even called him Mister Jardine. Who else is going to call him Mister Jardine? And he was so oh, it was so rude to me. So Elvis Costello. Yeah, should... it, was, it was the second time. Basically, I went to it. He did a like a reading, thing, yeah. an interview at uh, South Bank. And there was a, and I queued up with his book afterwards. That his book was out basically, so he was expecting to sign things, and he and I was quite near the back of the queue. Right, and I was very, I was incredibly nervous. Yeah, thinking, I hope he recognises me. Knowing, of course, he's not going to. Why would he recognise me? Yeah, and we had recorded one of his songs. You know, Carter recorded an Elvis Costello song, so he must. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but but to make it sort of, I I had to get it to Jim Bob because it kind of, yeah, it makes it more sort of. It sort of amuses me. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from anything else. But because I was sort of nervous, I mumbled. Oh. I mean, I'm a mumbler. So I mumbled. And he just he just gave me the look as if to say, you know. Speak I, up, I, I, Yeah, idiot. speak up. I haven't got time for this. Sort of, that's, just gave me that look. Uh, you know, I mean, he might have just been wanting to go home or whatever. But, but I felt, you know, did feel it sort of walked away sheepishly. It's, it's a dry old book as well. I don't know if you've managed I, to read it. I've, re- I've read it, yeah. I, I had the audio. Actually, I listened to the audio, yeah. I had I've the got, audio book going about, fa- about four months it goes yeah. on for, just when you think it's going to... It is quite long. I like the way he does impressions. He, yeah, does, yeah. he does voices, doesn't he? So when he says, and then Paul McCartney says, and he'll do he the does. Paul McCartney, he does them quite well. He does. I, I did like that. I like it. I, I liked it, but I felt it could have finished around Flowers in the Dirt, because when he starts going on about becoming... You know, learning how to play the piano, how to write music and stuff. You think, all right, mate, we yeah. get it. You can write music now. That's, like a that's their sort of. I'm not saying it's not a good book, and I don't want to diss Elvis Costello, but I've upset him enough already by not speaking clearly. <laughs> maybe, maybe what what was the song you did? Maybe he didn't like it. Peace in our time. Yeah, he did. Did he? Did he ever? Did you get any feedback no, from him? No. But we told you off for mumbling in the that, song. At that point, I wouldn't have sort of been seeking it you know yeah. so i probably would have thought oh we're bigger than elvis Costello. but there's a couple <laughs> at that time well for you know for about 20 minutes you probably yeah. were bigger yeah. than elvis yeah. costello yeah. you know re- re- realistically there's and there's a couple of instances i can't it, it was a while since i read it so i can't remember the exact specifics but where you are in the same room like in the same bar or something as someone famous yeah that you've met it and, happens a lot and you kind of and i get this 
And I think, well, I've met them and they should know who I am. But I've had times where I've gone up to them and they think I'm just a fan. And I'm thinking, I'm one of your peers. You know, yeah. we're <laughs> we're on the same level here. I mean, Jonathan Ross, the thing. I think we're, we, we're on the same level here. Uh, you should re- recognise me. Um, and so now I don't go up. I don't go up to people that famous people that I've met because you'll just get that. Oh, it's so nice to it's so nice to meet. Would you like an autograph? Well, often, often when you do though, I no. don't know if it's the same for you. Often you do. You're pleasantly surprised that they never. It turns out that they're bigger fans of you than you are of them. Never. No. There's the lovely bit where your wife gets um, John Ronson. Yeah. To sign yeah, the book. Yeah. See, I would never have done that. I would never have asked John Ronson, and I didn't know anything about that. You know that. And she again. I said, C- "Can you get it signed to, to Jackie was her and Jackie and Jim Bob?" Because again, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a bit ruined by having her name on there as well. But there you go. <laughs> it's ruined my Jim Bob collection of signs. But, uh, and he said, "Oh, not the Jim Bob." How cool and is then that, started man? going on, started singing the only living boy in your crosshair. Did he? Yeah. Uh, we like John Ronson. I was going to say that sounds like John Ronson, doesn't it? John Ronson is a friend of the show, guys. In just case anyone doesn't We've know, we've been it. to his house. Yeah, he invited uh, us to his house when we were in New York. His apartment, I think we're supposed to. Uh, well, it was pretty nice. We're supposed to call it. Um, okay, let's um, let's put some headphones on. Let's see where this goes. Um, I, I suspect someone's going to try and sell you some song lyrics here. Good evening, George. Rainbow George. Good evening to you. All there. Yes. Are, are you all there, though, tonight, George? I am. This is all very synchronistic. And I don't know if is. my mind is playing tricks or not. Quite possible. Um, Jim Bob, did you do Glastonbury in the late 90s? Uh, in the... I've done it three times. So twice twice in the 2000s on the small stage. Oh. But in 1992. Three, say I'm going to say. We say head, we headline Glastonbury. Yes! yes! Ah! Come on! Did you? <laughs> we did, yes. And uh, did, did, did Radio 4 do, do a piece about you at that Glastonbury? Oh, I don't know. Radio 4? Possibly. Yeah. Very yeah. possibly. I've got a feeling that I followed you on, on the tape, and I remember my last line was... When you've got to glow, you've got to glow. Do you remember that, Jim Bob? Do you remember it, an old man saying, when you've got to glow, you've got to weirdly glow? Weirdly familiar. Okay. Well, possibly. Possibly. And Ian Dury was a friend of mine and uh, in his latter years when he moved to Hampstead. And uh, I'm just wondering if, if there's all sorts of synchronicity. Uh, you did the Boogaloo Radio thing last week, uh, Ian. Did you, I did Boogaloo Radio, yes. You yeah. did, Bob, didn't Yes. And and that reminded me of... Yeah. I, I only ever have been to one one gig at the Boogaloo Radio, and it was uh, Mike Scott of the Water Boys was playing. We'll be back with you in a second, Jim, Bob. Sorry, let's just, <laughs> let's, okay. George is just doing his thing. Yes? Just remembering. Mike Scott of the Water Boys, yes. You saw the whole of the moon. Yes, but but, but 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 that record. This is the sea. Yeah. Do, do do you know the? Title? No, I don't. Really, I don't really like the Water Boys. If I'm honest, I don't know much about them. I I really want to tune you into the the title track. This is the sea. I think it will lift your spirits, Ian. Okay. If you listen to well, that. You, okay, maybe we'll play it a little bit later on. Yeah. No, I, I was. You've been on my mind quite a lot this weekend. Hey, thank and I, you. I, I, I'm just thinking that 
music is the one thing that, yeah. that can lift you up. So I, I was. Thinking... I've been a little bit down recently. That's putting it mildly. And George is very kindly um, is suggesting uh, uh, songs to um, lift my spirit. Thank yeah. you, George. Um, I listened. Was listening to. Um, oh, I found an amazing. I found an amazing podcast. Right. Because I'm bored of radio, I'm bored of music, I'm bored of everything, right? So I went onto one of these these podcasts, um, cast boxes, where you get podcasts from, and just tried to find some random stuff, and I found a lot of rubbish. But I found an amazing podcast, and I'm going to get the name right. It's from WFMU, the station in America, and it's called um, The Honky Tonk Radio Girl with Becky. And it's this girl called Becky, and she goes out in the day, and over the week, and just buys country and western records doesn't listen to them and then comes in and plays them for an hour it's incredible man it's incredible george i was listening to that in bed the other night instead of the radio i'm i'm i i don't know i i i'm just wondering if i could be odd job and 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 sort of make a rainbow connection with bob job Bob Job? <laughs> Who's Bob? Bob a job? What are you talking about now? Uh, uh, where have I got the, the name wrong? In, in, a bit, yeah. In, a bit. In, in, in both parts of the, the two-part name, yes. I, I want to be odd job. Okay. You, uh, are, you George, are in so many ways. George, listen, I've got to move on, but thank you, brother. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that. We've got Bob Job here uh, this evening. <laughs> Formerly of Ned's, and uh, it's Jim Bob. That's, that's George, who's, who's, a, who's a good spirit, but... Um, just, you know, don't don't take drugs, guys. Is my thing. We'll have a quick break. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Blasted rhetoric from the Banana Republic for people who think capital punishment isn't going nearly far enough. Join me, the Reverend Mike Graham. Revolutionary, rebellious, rebuilt, rebranded. Dangerous mid-morning debate with the great dictator. The independent republic of Mike Graham. Tomorrow morning from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And that's that. Oh, three, <laughs> four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We've got Jim Bob uh, for the next half an hour. Jim Bob from Carter is the book in the shadow of my former self. When did it start? I was going to start, say start being fun, but I'm not. When did it s- stop being embarrassing after Carter split up? Was there a moment when you thought... When we got back together again. Oh, God, mate, no. <laughs> no, 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 no I'm, I'm exaggerating. Uh, I, there were obviously, there were moments, you know, there was sort of, it wasn't all like uh, failure. Yeah. There were there were quite a lot of sort of successful moments. I know, you again, I know what you mean about the embarrassment thing. Honestly, you've got to read this book because it's like I've written it, but about pop instead of <laughs> Will you lend me your computer? TV. Yeah, I will. I'll send it over. Um, but, but I get the embarrassment. I've done... You know, when I did the flipping jungle, I did it because I was getting divorced. I needed the money, but there was a part of me thinking. But you had an audience. At least you had an audience. I had an audience, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. You had an audience. <laughs> it was twelve million. But the, I was the whole time I was flying over there, and for a lot of the time I was there, I was thinking, this is embarrassing. This is not. This is not what I wanted 
to be, you know, to be part of, you know, it's a great show, but it's a freak show, you know, it's it's a, it's a lot of people whose careers have kind of ended going, I'd like another six months, please, you know. Um, so I get the embarrassment thing, but then how do you, how do you do pop concerts? You know, if you if you got if you got a band and you, you stood there playing, and there are fifteen people in the audience when you're used to five thousand, how do you how does your brain get around that? Um, I don't know. It's because uh, there were there was the the trouble is with uh, I mean they they weren't all all these gigs weren't empty. You know, no, they, of they, course, they, of were course, some, there know, were successes definitely. But, yeah, but there were there were certain gigs where there would be say I did, I did a gig. I can remember one particular gig in Worcester where there were about twelve people there. And it was it probably held four hundred, three or hundred or something like that, but there there was about six or seven blokes there came together, and they still maintain it's the best gig they've ever been to. I bet they did. But I wasn't thinking, you know, I well, yeah. I wasn't sharing that emotion, so they would just think because it was like I was doing a private gig for them. Yeah. Whereas I didn't want to do a private gig for them. I wanted to do a a gig for you know twelve thousand people I didn't know. Yeah. You want to <laughs> bathe in the glory. Yeah. When um. Why did you carry on then? Um, I partially because I couldn't do anything else. Yeah, uh, and I—I I, I mean, I did want to. I still wanted. To, I was still writing songs. And I wanted to make records. So it was a question of then going on tour and trying to sell them in in whatever way. Carter, when did Carter? What was? Give me. The, let's have some chronology. Let's get some facts yeah. to the fact fans. When did they split up? When did, did you so first get back together again? We formed in eighty-seven. Split in ninety-seven. Okay, so it was like ten years. Uh, and and it, that last tour was the, you could you could see the numbers were kind of tailing uh, off. Yeah, we were bit. definitely on, yeah rapidly on the way out by right. then. And uh, and then I sort of did Jim Superstar word, stereo word for world. I can't say it. For, say not, stereophonics. Stereoph- Come on, you know I was you the want stereophonics to. for a short, <laughs> short and oh, embarrassing you know time. Well, now I know why you're so offended. I meant stereo lab. If oh, I'd have called it Stereo Lab, that, that would have been, been fine. That yeah. would have been better. Yeah. Sorry, I, uh, yes, wrong, wrong stereos. Um, By the way, after eleven, bands with stereo in the title, call us, please. Stereo MCs. <laughs> stereo MCs. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the best phone ever. Sorry. So yeah, uh, so that was that, and then I then I started doing solo stuff. And yeah. Did various solo records, uh, but there was there was a point when I started playing uh, when I was doing li- uh, live shows. I would include Carter gigs. Which I think is something that singers from <laughs> from more Carter, successful so bands put, do. You put Carter songs in, yeah, and that that helped in terms of bringing people in. Yeah, you know, was it when you when you started again after the split? Was it that um, thing of right? Well, I'm 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 Paul McCartney when he left the Beatles for yeah. like the first three four years just wouldn't play a Beatles song, and now and, it's all he does. Yeah. And now it's you go and see it's, yeah. a, it's a Beatles karaoke yeah. night, you know. Yeah, yeah. same uh, with me actually. I do probably I do more Carter songs than. Really, the non-card songs. And does that disappoint you? Is that you? Really, you made peace with that. I'm fine with it now. I've kind of. But, but when I started doing it, I sort of said, uh, you know, I lied to myself and said, you know, that like I wrote all the songs, not not on my own, but I wrote. Yeah. So what's the difference? They're just songs I wrote. But that's nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just. I mean, now I'm kind of lazy, and the, and the card songs are just are in my. I don't need to practice them or anything. So which one is your <laughs> Hey Jude? <laughs> Which one gets them all singing along? It's probably uh, oh well, singing along. It's all, it's all any car song. They were singing along all with all catchy. But there is a, there is a non car song called Touchy Feely, which is when the bubbles come out, right. and that's very much a <laughs> yeah. Hey Jude kind of situation. And which one do you turn around to introduce the backing tapes? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, now please <laughs> the backing tapes. <laughs> um, you you've got gigs coming. Well, you've got a gig coming up. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of. 
spread myself too thinly. <laughs> is, it, is that one a year? Is that the, the ratio now? Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll do as many as six. But, wow. no, I, I mean, that, a couple of years ago I did a proper tour, but uh, yeah, I'm doing one gig on whenever that is. The March 20, 23rd, 20... Saturday, March 23rd at Shepherd's Bush Empire. That's... Tickets are still available. Yeah, upstairs. Special guests? There, there's some surprises. Okay. Like, the last time I did it a year ago, I uh, it was just me and Chris T.T., I don't know if you know Christy T. Yeah, yeah. Played uh, piano on a few songs. But either that was just me and 2,000 people singing along for Beautiful. two hours. But this time there's going to be a few more. Going to make it different in a, in a way that so I can't, I can't reveal. Maybe they are. No, they're not. But maybe they are. No, they're not. <laughs> say but... they are. Say they might be. Right? You never and know, you sell do you? the rest of the tickets, man. <laughs> and then you say, you say well, I didn't promise anything. It's being coy. He's got Elvis Costello. <laughs> it's a bit of a, a dilemma when you have surprises. Yeah. Because you want them to be surprises. Yeah. But at the same time, you also want to go. You want to say, this is going to happen. This is really good. <laughs> Buy some tickets. You don't want to miss this. Trust me. <laughs> um, and I love your description in the book. That, that what's the, that One of your team comes up with, is it the five-year plan for reunions? Yeah. That's, go, that's... go through that. Because this is brilliant, and it, I, I'm a big fan of bands that get back together, and it makes perfect sense. With the um, the first year, everyone's yeah. really excited. I mean, he's this is our manager, Mark. He has he has a lot of theories, and yeah. uh, he, he loves making sort of uh, um, charts and stats, and that's you know that's what he does. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had this sort of theory that the first so a band getting back together, the first year, it's the tickets sell really quickly yeah. because they're back together. The second year, all the people who missed out in the first year. Uh, don't want to miss out again, so they sell even quicker. The third year, people thinking, "Hey, they're, they're doing this. They're doing this. This is a regular thing now." So they, so the tickets sell more stubbornly. The fourth year, people are thinking, "I, I, I might not bother going this year because we can always go next year." <laughs> right. So you have to sort of change things, yeah. you know, by uh, or take a year off, which yeah. is what we, you know, we skipped a year. Well, and then you went nuclear. And then we went. Yeah, the, you yeah, did the nuclear option. Yeah, which is to which is to say this is the last one we'll ever do. All right, Gene Simmons from Kiss, blimey, <laughs> flipping it. And you did. You 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 went. Was there any uh, you and Fruit Bat? That's right, guys. Uh, did you? <laughs> I love I love saying it. Did, was there any kind of you, when you made the decision to go nuclear and go right? This is it. This is the last show we're ever ever doing. Then we're out. Just you know, was there a sense of regret or worry or nerves or were you both relieved at that point um there wasn't uh regret i'm uh i mean it worked in terms of selling tickets yeah tickets went really quickly um and it wasn't the only reason for going nuclear you know we did sort of want to be free to do other things yeah. uh as proved by the fact that i didn't do anything afterwards <laughs> <laughs> how long ago was the nuclear option uh 2014 oh uh, well you've got well we 2019 Next year you can get back together again, and yeah. no, no one. I mean, care. the thing is, because the, the offers to, to get back together were quicker and more more inviting right. the second time around. Yeah, but so you know, I mean, so it's nice to be asked, but you, you know, you have to sort of consider consider them and then dismiss them because until somebody makes a really ridiculous, you know, but, so, but it's inevitable, isn't it? Someone will wave I don't, a, a I don't silly think we're check worth in front that of you. much money, yeah, unless you do the kind of like the you know, Bross sort of thing where, as far as I know, so they're doing, they play in Brixton Academy or something. Yeah, yeah. As far, I had someone told me the tickets were, were £106 each. Or what? I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Come on, guys. But Bross. that's, you know, that's the sort of, that's the sort of cheaty way of doing it, isn't it? Let's have a little look. Um, uh, I'm going to find out exactly how much they are and I'm going to buy you a ticket for it. <laughs> you're going to go, you're going to shake hands with Luke and um 
buy tickets. Let's but find out. I feel sorry for the brossettes. Be annoying if they aren't and I've just got that wrong. If 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 they aren't, I'm going to just not say anything. Okay. And we'll move on. Actually, it was Mark, my manager, that told me, and he does exaggerate. Um... <laughs> Did you see? You must have seen the film. Did you see? The I did cast? see the film. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was quite. I thought it was moving. How much did you say they were? I'm sure you said 106 or something. 100. They're 106 pounds 50 pence. That's the stalls. <laughs> that's just normal tickets. Yeah. That's and that's the official. That's the official website. Yeah. That's that's nuts. Then there are resale tickets for seated for 180. So that means. So that means they're making. Oh, I can't remember. That that means they're making like half a million pounds. If they sell. For playing Brixton. But they will sell, though, won't they? Well, especially now, after that film. Well, I suppose after the film. That's insane, 106 quid for bros. Yeah. It's not right, is it? I mean, I've got got to be careful. Fair play to them. Fair fair play to them, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah, if you can, you know. Fair play to them. But still. If you can stitch your fans up, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll have a quick break. Uh, Then we'll we'll try a phone call, but I'm not quite sure where that's going to go. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. While while the adverts are playing, go to carterusmstore.com. Click on Jim Bob. You can get the new book, Jim Bob from Carter. You can also get Goodnight Jim Bob as well. Will that, that one be signed as well, sir? It will be. Yeah. There you go. Go and get it from there, for goodness sakes. Uh, 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, excuse me. Oh, Dad. Just... Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. 
And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast, it's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, we've got Jim Bob, formerly of Carter USM. Uh, so there's, listen, guys, dig, dig deep because there's lots to, to get. There's a few tickets left for the show on March the 23rd at Shepherd's Bush Empire. Significantly cheaper than £106.50 yeah. a ticket, I'm yeah. hoping. Oh, yeah. Um, and lots of surprises. Lots of surprises that I can't tell you about. Um, there's also the new book, Jim Bob from Carter, uh, which I've read and is a joy. It comes out in March, but getting there, getting there early, it's it's funny. This is the thing. I love, I love all I read are autobiographies and biographies. I love it. And I've got to be honest, and maybe this is kind of my cruel thing. I like my favourite part of pop stars' stories are when the bubble bursts yeah. a little bit. And I like the journey from the other side as they kind of come back and work out who they are and what they are. And this book covers that plenty. Oh, look, there's, there's Paul Ross. You know, you were of Paul Ross's work? <laughs> Is it, does he owe you money? No. Do you owe him money? No. That's probably why he's here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Quick, get me out the windows, Ross. Um, but that's, that's my favourite part of... Because we all know the you know, band gets together, they have success and, you know, it's fun. But I like to know what happens afterwards yeah. when you know the wilderness years my favorite part of the beach boys story is kind of after you know smile when it all went wrong and then what they do for the next four five six years before they become a greatest hits machine you yeah. know and they're just they're floundering they're making some of the best records they've ever made floundering so there's that and you can get though you can get the book at carterusmstore.com or you know if you want to be lazy go and get the get it from amazon or whatever but that's the, that that's the place that helps the artist the most and then you were just telling me about this, and this is stunning. Uh, if you go to cherryred.co.uk, Cherry Red Records, there's a huge box set, a Carter vinyl yeah. box set that's come out. Did you? Do you have any input? We had, uh, yeah. I mean, again, our manager did most of the work. He worked about two years on that. Wow. To get it sort of, I think it's every studio recording. For the first, the very first time, Carter's entire recorded output, all 128 songs of it, is gathered together in one place. Seven glo... <laughs> <laughs> I like this. That's all seven glorious hit albums, plus two collections of singles, B-sides and cover versions, all pressed on coloured vinyl and packaged into a deluxe silver foiled box. Uh, 12-page book, unseen archive imagery, pictures, yeah. and album-by-album album interviews with Jim Bob and Fruit Bat, and two exclusive art prints. Oh, look at that, man. That's stunning. That is stunning. When you... That's like, that's like a proper... That's like a Beatles packaging do you yeah. know what i mean that's like yeah. a bob dylan box yeah. set when you see that put together you must be proud of what oh yeah massively because when we were doing because i had to listen to the records when, when they were putting it together oh. quite a few times because they had been remastered and like, yeah and that was that was a slight chore at first but yeah. then i was kind of su pleasantly surprised i i liked more of the records than I, yeah. than i sort of thought but when we actually got the physical thing i almost didn't want to want because it was in uh shrink wrapped i almost didn't didn't want to open it because it's because the box itself is black with silver lettering. Yeah. It just looked nice like that. But then opening it and sort of... Smelling it. Yeah, sm it smelled. Yeah. And, yeah, everything about it was just... Did yeah. they not send you two? Uh, I had 
No. Because... But, Go on. <laughs> what are you saying? No, I'm just saying because there's, there's. I know, you know, I've got a tiny little record label and I know, and we do small stuff compared to that, but I know that people will quite often buy two copies. Yeah. One to play. And one to, yes. one to keep sealed. One yeah. to keep sealed. It's a, it's a thing. For me, I like opening stuff and feeling it and touching it and flicking through it and playing it. And, you know, I think records are meant to be listened to, but um, people will buy one to, to keep yeah. sealed. That's the dream, isn't it? It is the truth. I've got a 1970 <laughs> sealed copy of the Monkey's last proper album, Changes, and it's just Mickey and David. It's a terrible album, but it's sealed. And whenever I, I one day on my deathbed, I'm going to get an, I'm going to get my keys. I'm going to slice it open. I'm going to suck down that 1970 um, bubblegum air and breathe it in deep. I've got some sealed CDs from Japan, but do you know, I think Beach Boys actually. Really? Maybe I should find them. In- Given to you. Yeah, please do, mate. I'll be, be gratefully, uh, gratefully received. Let's let's try this call. I don't know how far we're going to get. Um, good evening, Alex. Hi. Hi. Okay, okay. Hi, Alex. Yeah, I, ju- <laughs> I, d- I don't really know what I want to see, really. Okay. Well, should we let you go then? Um, okay. Thanks very much for your call. And that's that's the show, Jim, that you have chosen to come on to promote your book to people like that. He sounds like a reader. It does, like, it does sound like a reader. All right, so what is next? So you've got, obviously you're going to sell the, um, the shizzle out of this book. But what's next? Because you do keep... Going, you've written how many novels have you written? Two, I've written four, four, four. novels. Yeah, more coming. Uh, yeah, I've written wherever well, technically I've written six, right? But two have not been published, <laughs> but, that's, <laughs> but that's because that's because I hate publishers, really. Why well, I, I didn't know that until why do you why what, what's, what's wrong with publishers? Uh, no, I, I don't mean that. Well, they you didn't want to there. publish my new right. novel, which I would say was. I feel it's like, you know, maybe the best one right, I've done, yeah. but what the time's not right. How do or... you do it? I've tried writing a book, and it's flipping hard, man. It's yeah. Reading a book is easy. 80,000 words, I can read it in two days. One and a half if I push. Boasting. I'm not boasting, it's a fact, Catherine. I can read... All right, get me, well, get me a book. a really now. hard book, a boring book. Get me a book and I'll read it now. Um, and I'll beat you. <laughs> I read it. But it turns out that sitting down and writing yeah. is significantly harder... Than sitting down and reading. Who I would have thought. How do you how do you motivate? Do you have like a little room that you go in and you you say to your your partner, right? I'm I'm don't don't knock on the door until five o'clock. I'm you go up there with a pot of tea. How do you do it? No, I mean I have got a room, but I don't really go in there anymore. Oh, I saw when I I think when I first started out when there were the first books, it was more I think I was more excited about the whole yeah. sort of process, and so I was in there you know quite a lot sort of. Uh, but with the recent recent ones, it was more of a. I felt like I had to do it kind of thing. Right. So it's more more of a slog. Yeah. But I was writing sort of all over, you know, on various different iPads and phone and pieces of paper and not iPads, just one iPad. <laughs> I've only got one. It's got <laughs> them scattered around the house. <laughs> paper and pen, you say? Yeah, but I can't read. Can't read. My writing's so awful. They can never read that. So. How long did this one take you to write then? The new one. This this because uh... it feels it feels it. It probably took a year, I suppose, but really? with 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 gaps in that year, yeah, yeah, it didn't actually take that long. It didn't take as long as a novel. Okay, 
It's because you know all the stuff. Oh, no, I kind of knew where the story was going. Yeah. yeah, I knew knew what comes next. It's a funny book, man. I loved it. We get a little, you get a little thanks at the end. I know that yeah, means a thanks. lot. Yeah. Um, unless you just snuck that into the PDF that he sent me, and then when the book comes but you out, get, you read it. Because I don't think, and I'm not just saying this. It does, doesn't it say? It? I think it says in the book. It is true that because I hadn't. I think I listen, don't think I'd. To this. I'd this. either just started it or was thinking about starting yeah. when I first came on this show. Yeah. And then because you said that the other book wasn't, the first book wasn't available, that sort of uh, G cherry red into uh, redoing it. And they then they, re- but they'd said, why didn't you do the second one? See? And I thought, so I, did. so I probably wouldn't have written it. It's me. If it wasn't for you. I've, I'm responsible for great art. You don't need to write a book. You're just inspiring people. I'm inspiring. You're the muse. One of Britain's greatest songwriters has been inspired <laughs> to write a book based on... <laughs> And do you notice how delicately I've I've not the show gets a mention in the book as well. It gets a, it, we get like a whole page mentioned in the book. I was so thrilled. And he's he, he sent me an email saying, "Here's the book. You're mentioned in it. Try not to try not to jump to your part. Treat it like a novel." And I was so tempted to jump to my part. Of course I was. I'm in a book. Um, but it it, uh, it the show gets a very funny mention. And uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers. But it is when when we come in and do this show, the guest gets introduced to the person who was doing the show before, and you know, and it, it's it's a very funny bit in the book. And you were worried that you'd been mean. I don't think you'd been mean at all. Yeah, it was yeah, awkward more than mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that. Yeah, this is it's a thing that's happened on a few occasions in my life. <laughs> but yeah, well, we'll, we'll go to the news in a second. So I, I, I used years and years ago. I used to twenty years ago. I used to TV program called the Eleven O'clock Show. And it was basically just slagging people off. You know, some of it was funny, but some of it was very mean. Just slagging people off. And the number of um, times I've been like in a green room with 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 a famous person, and I've had to go, "I'm really sorry, but I think I may have said something rude about you, Richard Madeley. I worked with Richard Madeley a you year ago. You were worried about that one, weren't you? I was you? terrified about it. We were so rude about him and his missus. I mean, awful. And I was working with him the next day, and I had to just say, "Richard, I'm really sorry. Can I have a word? Um, I've been building it up for years." I said some really mean things on this show about you and Judy, and um, he said, oh, no, okay, not a problem at all. Anyway, thanks very much. So, what do you think about this? And then he was off. And I built this thing up for years that he was going to... But you know what the best thing I found, because I've done that a lot, yeah. like mainly slagging off other bands, and then you meet them. The best thing is when it's the other way around, and you meet them, yeah. and you can see that they that they feel awful. You can see that you recognise that look, and, yeah. and don't and you don't mention it. You know so that they cool. feel awful. The book is is very funny, man. Jim Bob from Carter. Um, it's Carter USM store is the place to go if you you know if, if you can't be bothered to support the artist directly and get a signed copy, then you get it in all the usual places. But you know this is how we like to roll. So lovely to see you, man. Um, same time next year. You're welcome anytime. I know I'm not Ian Collins, and we're not going to talk politics. <laughs> but anytime you want to come in and um, just hang out, you'd be very very welcome. It's nice to get out of the house. Good. Um, we'll take your calls as per usual. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio.